is they keep doing the same thing multiple times throughout the night. Sasha's never coming back. Are they going to f*** around and, like, have Logan win? It's the Dr. Pepper yeah. Cherry match. Coming in. Yeah. Flex. I just want to win. Yeah. LABB who we running with. Yeah. What is going on, guys, and welcome back to The Lockup, bringing you inside the ring of combat sports. I am your host, Dylan Reynolds, joined by the people's champ, Joshua Klein. With a tear in my eye. Woo! It's the Royal Rumble, folks! And we're going to discuss the card in detail and go over some, you know, things that happen there and what we see. Because we're on the road to WrestleMania, Dylan. Yes, we are. So it's and usually with the Royal Rumble that you kind of see the groundworks of what's going to come. So we might get a little to some little speculation down the line, but you know we're going to focus on this card and see where we go. So let's start with the first match. So the first match we're going to be talking about here, Josh, 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 is the Mountain Dew pitch black match with Bray Wyatt and Los Angeles Knight. Yeah. Yeah. This match was the drizzling shits if I'm so guessing bad. for you. So bad. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, you go back to last season. You guys saw how excited we are when Bray came back. I'm sorry. I I think Bray peaked with the Wyatt family and the cult leader gimmick. I think everything ever since, and to be fair, even including that gimmick, just is cool, interesting promos. But then once you get to the wrestling match, it's the drizzling shits, which make you care less. And then the promos start becoming rambling nonsense. And that is where I feel like it is now. I mean, I, all I know is Bray Wyatt, uh, didn't know who Uncle Howdy was, and then he did know who Uncle Howdy was, and Uncle Howdy didn't like him, but then he did like him. But Bray Wyatt is Uncle Howdy, but now he's not, but he doesn't like him, but he does like him now. What the fuck is going on, Josh? <laughs> what is going on? Okay, first of all, you should always, when you have a match just called the Mountain Dew Pitch Black Match, your expectations should be to the fucking ground because where it ever – where would Dave Meltzer is like, you know, look, it's a five stars at Mountain Dew pitch black match, okay? What I went into is like, all right, what what is the match? I give you the match this. I like the presentation of the ropes. I mean, the way the Bray Wyatt looked with that black light, I thought looked cool. I thought – his character is like, all right, we're trying to get it. I loved pretty much confirmed on the side of his head says six. And we saw six characters. <laughs> so this is just a lead up to the reveal of the Wyatt six that has always been rumored. Here it is. And possibly the reason why it is, is not blah, blah, blah. I was like debating if this faction is going to happen. Probably going to happen. Maybe. Um, LA night. Meh. Kind of a jobber, so it's like I never believed, and I just like I thought the match. Look, this match was never going to be good. All I wanted was, you know, what what's Bray's next thing? I mean, we got confirmed. We saw the puppets in real life. 
and uh, when he shows up on SmackDown, possibly we reveal who they are. And then that's this is what the match is about. Matches to, to progress whatever the fuck is going on here. Because there's codes. You're right. And my Uncle Howdy. What I think is Uncle Howdy is the embodiment of the spiritual. Look, I have to make up mumble bumble bullshit. And that's the problem you get when you get supernatural wrestling. It goes out in a realm where you're just like, all right, this is some stupid shit. And sorry, you know, dark, you know, Ministry of Darkness Undertaker, kind of fucking stupid. But it it went against the whole entire character of the Undertaker previously. Correct. So it's just like, okay, I liked the the black lighting. I liked how the ropes were lighted. I liked that. That's what I liked about the match. I would argue Bray can have a good wrestling match with a person who's also good at wrestling. My example would be Royal Rumble 2019 against Daniel Bryan in the strap match. Let me match. be completely honest. I actually thought that match was dog shit. All right, that's I, a, okay. hate, I hated that match. I liked that I thought, match. I thought it was not good personally. Okay. Personally, okay. of course. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm more of a Bray I, fan I, than I, you. I just – I think that maybe, you know, and, and maybe this was what he was working on when he was gone. Uh, maybe, you know, WWE needs to go go a little bit back in, into the time period. You know, Triple H is all nostalgic about WCW. You know, give Bray a little WWE Studios uh, Dungeon of Doom fucking C-tier direct-to-DVD movie. Um, because I, I guess my problem, okay, my problem is with with that I'm seeing apparently with especially how this run has went, which again, I want to remind everyone, he returned in October and he's just having his first fucking match at the end of January. Um, is that sure you can have all the lore and the cool promos and all the cool story stuff. That's fine. But the industry and the medium that you are in is professional wrestling. So if you cannot deliver a good, a worthwhile professional wrestling match, whether it's a technical masterpiece, Really, that doesn't matter. Taker didn't start having technical masterpieces until 2006. Like, come on. Uh, but every time, like, and and I guess maybe it, it's a little bit harder, you know, with just how built up the Fiend character with Firefly Funhouse and all that stuff. And then now this character where it's like these big, huge, long story pieces until finally Bray gets into a match. But the match is just, don't do anything for like I I'm just left more confused and not in a good storytelling way like in a what the fuck did I see why did Uncle Howdy completely miss LA Knight why did WWE decide to show the angle that clearly showed he missed LA Knight uh, why did Bray put on another mask and he already has a mask with the fiend. With the fiend. Uh, because he's not going to be the fiend. I think this is the mask, this persona of the six. Because that's what I think. He is moving away. He brought the firehouse, funhouse to the reality. Okay. This is, this is me doing hard work for them. And here's the thing. I will give Bray one more shot. Okay, 
because this is a Dr. Pepper, Mountain Dew pitch black match. (laughs) It's the Dr. Pepper cherry match. Because because like, (laughs) and you know what? Honestly, I actually, while watching this match, I did drink a Mountain Dew, uh, you know, pitch black drink. And I forgot that I had it before. As, as I said, a couple episodes of extra go, let influencers do what influencers do, which is influence Josh. They influence you to drink fucking Mountain Dew pitch black. Well, I just figured it's like, I was like, Hey, there's sponsor in this. I'm like, all right, let's, here's the thing. I'm a sucker for new things. People, you make a new pop. It's not new. Pitch black was out when I I was a kid. Listen, listen, listen. I forgot I already had it, and I drank it. And I was just like, "Oh, this is a sugary. Soda. It's 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 sugary shit." And this one, what, what, this is even you know, whoa, 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 the drink and the match kind of equally out. The drink was a perfect sponsorship for that match, and vice versa. Because if you want sugary garbage, this That's is what this, w- is, w- this, this, this is. You no no. Well, yes. But this match is sugary garbage. There is, you know, the, the lighting is cool. I thought Bray looked cool. Now let's see who's let's see who his WrestleMania opponent is. If he has a bad match there, then you're like, okay, <laughs> what the fuck? Because maybe it was may, maybe it wasn't Vince. Maybe maybe it was Bray. Maybe maybe because like they, I think they have to land on this why it's six they have to land on this especially when we get to the next match after this was the alexa blith bianca belair match which i actually thought that was the drizzling shit it had no heat the crowd didn't give a shit about it now granted that could have been because they just watched the mountain dew pitch black match but alexa bliss just is like what is she doing and then now she's with the uncle howdy i'm like all right so is she with bray she not with Bray. What's going on there? That is another character, Alexa Bliss, where it's just like, well, what the fuck are they doing with this guy? With this, especially because it's technically connected through Uncle Howdy and the past Fiend stuff, but also like right now it's not. So it's like, so are you going to do the same thing, but with two people on different sides, like? See, it's it's hard to truly put a pin on things um, because we don't know what the fuck they're doing and where they're going. Uh, and I wonder if WrestleMania is where we get the answer because I felt like for a while that maybe Bray doesn't wrestle till WrestleMania. Maybe like that's a special attraction. Uh, I'm just straight up saying if he would have not wrestled till WrestleMania and we got this match, I would just I'd be like. Bray, this isn't for you anymore, buddy. I don't know what happened. Uh, maybe some listen, concussions, some CTE. Maybe he got into some slap fights. I don't know. Listen, I just don't think I totally blame Bray for the match because, like, he was kind of – I don't know. Like, that match is kind of was redonkulous to begin with. Now, what he did with it probably made it more interesting than what it actually is. Now, was the match good? No. But was was you intrigued and like what and you're like and cool shit was happening? Yeah, sure. I, I, mean, I agree. I mean, yeah, Uncle Howdy completely missing. Uncle Howdy completely missing. Complete car crash horror of what I was witnessing. All right, so moving on because I can talk about the, the, <laughs> the, the, the Mountain Dew pitch black match because it's like a lot of a 
a lot of weird shit. And then, like, I, I think LA, LA Knight is just a wannabe rock and just a... Uh, All I'm saying is Mount Doom, if you want to sponsor us, I'll hey, drink uh, Pitch Black. I'll act like it's brand new, like every other fucking person on the planet that has yeah. to do with this fucking place. Yeah. Acting like it's new. Come on. Ugh. But as Josh was saying, yes, there was the Raw Women's Championship match. Bianca Belair defeated Alexa Bliss. There was no heat. Uh, no, it was not. It was a TV uh, match. You literally could see this match on Raw. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest. I really skipped through it. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't watch it all the way through. I kind of skipped through the match. There was nothing. I, I, was I nothing. knew Bianca was gonna win. I mean, she's yes. not gonna lose the title this close to Mania. No, not especially to, since not to Alexa. Especially because Alexa Bliss is dealing with the Uncle Howdy stuff. It's like there's no way they're gonna give her the belt while dealing with the Uncle Howdy stuff because. You're assuming that the winner of the Royal of the Royal Rumble is probably going to face Bianca, because I feel like Charlotte's going to face Ronda. Uh, you know, Holy face shit. Ronda. I had, I, I had to really sit there and think about who the fuck even the SmackDown Women's Champion was. It's, it's Charlotte, Flair. It was Charlotte. Charlotte Flair. Charlotte Flair came <laughs> back, and then Ronda Rousey stupidly put the title on the line and lost. Yeah, that sounds Whatever. like something Ronda would do. I mean, yes. Uh, uh, so. Yeah, that match was pretty meh. Um, so the next match is the Women's Royal Rumble that we're going to talk about. And it was – did you, it, for a shadow of a doubt, think that anybody but Rhea Ripley was going to win that? No. There was – I mean, that was a foregone conclusion. It this, The same thing, to be fair, up until obviously the last week to two weeks. Like, And even then, I mean, WWE's past history – would they change the men's rumble winner this, you know, on the dime? No. So we've known it's going to be Cody since Cody came to WWE. So, uh, you know, the, the thing I will say, and I've said this a lot, every single time that we have covered WWE on this show <laughs> is they keep doing the same thing multiple times throughout the night. Obviously, the result here was different. Rhea came in at number one, and she won the whole damn thing. But as we'll talk about in the men's, Gunther came in at number one and was the last person he eliminated. From no, no, no. Code. Sorry, it's, it's Gunther. Not Gunther. Gunther. It's Gunther. 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 No, fuck that. He's Walter. He will always be Walter. That was a dumb nickname from Vince. I don't know why he's not back to Walter. Here's my problem. Um, there was no surprises. This is almost like last year where it's just like, I, I was kind of bored uh, because I thought like really was going to win the whole time. And, but, uh, and, and what sucks is that in the men's Royal rumble, you know, edge comes back and then, you know, Rhea Whipley comes out and then Beth Phoenix comes out and tags. I'm like, wouldn't it have been awesome if Beth Phoenix was in the Royal rumble and, you know, and, the fact that that happened before the women's Royal Rumble, I was like, that's kind of, and the fact that, you know, Ripley was hurt from that and then still, still won, went on. Mm, yeah. And win the match. I, you know, look, I will, this, this is probably a, a genuine discussion to have, you know, was the rumble match itself. And this is going to go for the men's too. Was the rumble matches themselves, actually not great uh, you know or was it just that 
okay, there wasn't that many surprises or big surprise entries. And so it kind of deflates it a little bit because, you know, a little bit. The Rumble is a kind of about that big return pop that, oh, we haven't seen this guy in so long. This is cool that he's entering the Rumble. You know, I, I thought both both Rumble matches tonight were decent. I, I don't think they were the best Rumbles I've ever seen. I don't think they're the worst Rumbles I've ever seen. Uh, that, that's last that's last year's. The last year's was fucking dog shit. Um, uh, you know, I, I just... I think on one hand, it's good that they used the roster that they had. And, you know, you had the standouts like Roxanne Perez, uh, who's the NXT Women's Champion, come out there. She had a decent showing. Um, you know, I using your roster, you know, it's kind of what people have been talking about for years with WWE. We want to see new stars. We don't want the nostalgia bait, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, with an event like the Royal Rumble, you got to throw a couple of those in there, you know. Uh, and especially, I guess maybe my issue with the women specifically is that the first year and two years, they kind of blew their load on a lot of the people. Like, you know, you had Michelle McCool come back already. You had Melina come back already. You had, you know, the 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 stand, you know, Beth Phoenix, the standout divas come back already. So then, you know, Molly Holly, you know, like who who else who else are you gonna, you know, have that can really pop anyone? It I you know, outside of a something like a Mickey James Forbidden Door thing or you know, somehow they convinced Sasha to come back for just the Rumble match. Well, Sasha's never you know. coming back. I don't think Sasha's ever coming back. Probably, probably not. Just the way that the way the way the exit was, the way that she feels about the company, the the way the company feels about Sasha, or should I say Mercedes? The way that like the, they didn't value Mercedes because they always put Charlotte, they always put Bailey, they put Becky over her, where she would only win the titles. On 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 television, but pay per views happen, and then pay per that was ridiculous. What's going on, guys? It is Dylan from the Lockup, and on the show we talk about a lot of interesting combat sports, from professional wrestling to crossover boxing to mixed martial arts, and even some new, very interesting combat sports we found last season, like slap fighting and karjitsu and medieval MMA and pillow fighting and with that comes there's a lot of news there's a lot of rumors there's a lot of shows to review that we simply just can't do with one episode of the lockup a week so let me hit you with a little extra the lockup extra is a companion series to the lockup you know and love exclusively here on youtube where we're going to be able to talk more in depth about both smaller stories and bigger stories we're going to be able to actually talk and uh, discuss the press conferences pre-fight predictions and more that just we couldn't do before with the lockup so Join me in the ring of the lockup extra and back to the lockup. But okay, my my biggest beef with the Royal Rumble this year was the men's. They ruined Cody Rhodes by saying, I'm gonna be back on the Rumble. And you're watching the Rumble and you're like, you're like, all right, what's Cody coming out? And you realize when you get to 29, he's like, he's number 30. Okay, number 30 should be reserved for like if they if we did not know Cody was coming back and he was number 30, woo, pop. People still pop, but I'm just like, it was expected. It was expected. 
make Edge 30, like Edge 30 or something. Because I didn't expect Edge. Well, I kind of did. And he's going to be fighting the Judgment Day at WrestleMania, it seems like, or whatever, win. But oh, yeah. uh, Con- continuing a fucking dumb. But long I'll tell food. you, I know. But Gunther Walter really impressed me. The fact that he was number one. Dude, that dude's fucking awesome. The fact that his, his nickname is the Reen General, I believe him. And the chops, oh, man. When we saw him in Dayton, he didn't even do a damn chop. And I was disappointed because those chops are loud. Um, the fact sa- that He's saving it for, the, for the, the big shows, buddy. Oh, what did you think about the Logan Paul, like, ricochet thing? Because I thought that was so ridiculous. Like, So wow. I thought, I mean, I thought it was cool. But it wasn't as cool as like, especially when you see like the picture that I'm sure I'll have up on screen. <clears throat> it wasn't like the the Roman photo where, you know, you have him doing the pose. You see Logan start to do the pose with Ricochet. But like, you know, they're already here about to collide with a cl- flying clothesline. So and then Ricochet, you know, the, the guy who would would do the Superman pose thing just did the flying nothing instead. Um, again, uh, this is a short little tangent I'll go on. I, I was seeing, I think people need to understand the whole thing uh, of if I praise or if in general, if people are praising Logan's performances in pro wrestling, you know, uh, the boxing, whatever it is, that's different than me directly supporting like the crypto shit that we've, we've, kind of talked about a little bit on the show um i can think that logan paul's a damn good athlete and damn good pro wrestler but that doesn't change that he's pretty scummy individual (laughs) the fact that he was top three gets under my skin but that's kind of and at one point at one point i was like are they gonna fuck around and like have logan win that would be pretty lit. I'm not even. I, I want to see, see the world no. burn. <laughs> I wanted to see the world. Imagine if he eliminated Cody. That would have been. Oh my insanity. god! Oh my god! Because like, who does Logan like go? Like, I know he's gonna be at WrestleMania. I don't know that. I know John Cena could be facing either. You know, Austin Theory. I think Logan Paul. I think on Instagram he like even had. You know, he referenced Logan Paul in his Instagram. It's possible that maybe like I would love to see a John versus Logan. And Logan played a heel a little bit. Oh, like, yeah, oh this finally. And, then, and then we got in the ring. I loved how all the wrestlers were just like, look at this fucking piece of shit. And started beating him up. I was like, yes, yes, do it for me. Um, uh, so the beginning, the beginning is like, okay, so the way that Lesnar went out by Lashley, I was, was I was, su- I thought Brock was, I thought Brock was lasting a little longer. But the fact that – was it Gunther who took out Bobby Lashley? Yeah. Gunther, dude. Oh, man. I, and I know at one time that there was a there was like a rumor that that Brock's going to face Gunther. I would – and they had a stare down. I was like, dude, I would fucking – I would fucking watch that match. Like, really. Then I thought like maybe like Logan Paul because I've been, I've been championing Logan Paul getting an Intercontinental Champion. I've been, I was like, maybe you let him beat Gunther. I don't know. I don't know. Um, I just thought, you know what saved it for me? These the two Rumble matches. Pat McAfee, first time back. Pat McAfee's a fucking gem. He is hilarious. I never. I, I think the whole time because they're each each Rumble match is like almost an hour long. 
It was just like, oh my God, he was cracking me up. And like him, yeah, him, Michael, and Corey, like if that was my three commentaries for th- the both shows, dude, I'd probably watch it more often. Because Pat McAfee, dude, had me rolling. I love that they 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 surprised Cole because they had just went on like a FaceTime a couple hours beforehand. And he was like, oh yeah, I'm out doing this golf thing or whatever. And popped Cole. Cole was so confused. And I just love, I just love Cole and Pat McAfee. I said it in one of the the early episodes of the the lockup. Pat McAfee is a fucking gem to the WWE. He brings that excitement that JR had of being a fan and having that passion for the product and lets the play-by-play be done by Michael Cole. And again, when Michael Cole and Pat McAfee are together, oh, it's good. It's good. It's good. good. And I I like Corey Graves being the heel announcer kind of thing. And his, his banter with Pat McAfee was good. Dude, I just like, I probably would watch more WWE stuff just for Pat McAfee. Like, cause it's because listen, I watch Pat McAfee, his show. Sometimes he's the same person when he watched the WWE, he might be like turned down because he doesn't curse as much or not at all. But that energy, that excitement, it's good. It's good. It's great. Yeah. But it, uh, ad, it adds to the product. You know, it, if it does, I, I, th- I think as, as I mean, going back to one of my other old one liners, I remember when I talked about it, when the commentators, when the ring announcers, when the referees, when the wrestlers are having fun and they want to be there, that makes you as a fan watching want to be there and enjoy it. It's such an integral part. That's why the fucking JBL and Cole days were so fucking miserable. No, it, because it was Maggle. Maggle, <laughs> Maggle I want to take you out back and kill you, Maggle. Maggle, fuck you, Maggle. Hey, Michael, I'm a bully, Michael. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Let's go to wrestling court, Michael. Uh, so, okay, so for the two Rumble winners, okay, who, does, who do you think? I think Rhea Ripley is going after the Raw title, personally. I think I think it would be pretty stupid for her to go after Charlotte just because yeah. they they've granted technically they've done Bianca and Rhea too, but I mean I don't really want to see Rhea and now, Charlotte say, interact at all. Does right does does Rhea win? I think so. I I think I, don't I think, think it, so. So here's why I think so. Bianca has had this really good run. She again. We've talked about at our year-end awards. She is that star. She's the thing that's holding this WWE's women's division together. She is the big thing. Now you've got a pretty good heel that after a pretty legendary fucking performance here in the Rumble is very believable. Have her dethrone Bianca. You can use the Judgment Day shtick. Personally, I would not just because Rhea deserves in my opinion, to look strong and be booked to be able to stand on her own. And like all good babyface stories, you get the chase again. You get the chase of Bianca, you know, maybe doubting herself, maybe, uh, you know, having to jump through the, these hurdles. No, Bianca's going to SmackDown. <laughs> the, because of that reality television show, they're going to put her back on the A show. And then you're going to have the Becky Lynch 
uh, run to Ripley because it looks like Becky's going to go with damage control and maybe you have Becky form a group, you know, you know, listen, I loved Oscar's face paint. I mean, I'm an Oscar guy, but I, uh, I thought she had a good performance as well. Um, in the rumble, I think Rhea, I love, I, I want Rhea to win cause she deserves it. And like, and it kind of legitimizes the judgment day a little bit. Cause like, yeah. And I think that we might be giving the demon Kang Kang back in the, against edge. <laughs> I mean, maybe we get a heel demon. That'd be great. But okay. Cody Rhodes. Does he beat Roman? I say yes. Because of Sammy and because of what happened at the end of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Um, I think that it's pretty laid out. I mean, even as of today that we're recording, I mean, they've already announced that it's going to be Sammy and Roman at Elimination Chamber. Um, I think it's pretty easy to kind of tell the story beat of where it's going to be. Yes, you had Jay. be conflicted at the end, but at the end, he is going to always side with blood. So he's going to cost Sammy the championship at the elimination chamber. And then Sammy will cost Roman the championship at WrestleMania against Cody. Well, I still believe that Sammy and Kevin will get together and go after the tag team. I, I think that is at, after last night that told me that that's what's going to happen. Now and let's let's is, get to that let's get to this last match because I thought yeah. it was kind of a ma- kind of match. It was just Roman being dominant again. Yeah, just like and, uh, I feel bad for Kevin because I was like Kevin. I love Kevin Owens. He's my guy, and he got some offense early on, but then it just became the Roman joke, like always. I mean, you know, and that's again that's part of the booking. Whenever you have this strong, dominant, long title reign, <clears throat> he has to look dominant like that. Otherwise, why the hell has he had both titles for so fucking long? But, you know, uh, I thought it was all right. It it was probably one of the better Kevin and Roman matches I've seen because they've done this match a million fucking times. The 2017 one was better because Kevin won and you have Chris Jericho on the list. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um but and he was and he was on top of the shark cage, you know. Just uh, that match was right, yeah. That, that one, match that is one was better. Fun. That yeah. match was better, and it happened the same in the same venue. So that that was pretty cool to know that. Um, and the fact that that, that was that so long ago because the next the next pay per view, um, Kevin loses to Goldberg. Goldberg, Goldberg. I believe in under a minute, <laughs> like technically, because I remember the match, like. Kevin got in there and he just like walked around the ring. And then when he got in the ring, spear, spear, jackhammer, pin. I was like, God damn it. And then, and then, you know, two years later, the fiend goes to Saudi Arabia and loses to Goldberg with a spear, jackhammer, pin. It's almost like it's the only three moves the fucking old fucker knows. Yeah. Um, but besides that, the, the aftermath of this match was the match was not really important. We knew what was going to happen. It was the aftermath. And again, it's kind of the, the, the same, same thing I kind of said with Bray to a, to a degree, as far as they kind of, to be fair, the, the bloodline has the opposite effect of where the matches are just part of it. And the storyline is the good shit. <laughs> um, 
because holy fucking shit. I I like the whole Kevin and Sammy getting the tag titles thing. But man, would I still love if they did Cody and Cody and uh Roman night one and then Sammy and Roman night two for the other title. That's what I'm saying that this this that they may have done the turn too soon. Like maybe that maybe should have Sammy should have stayed in the bloodline for another until WrestleMania and cost Roman at I, WrestleMania. I don't know because you you gotta think Elimination Chamber is in Montreal. That okay, the Montreal the, that crowd, drive, okay. That crowd yeah. is going to be after last night. That oh, reaction. Wait 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 wait. It's Elimination Chamber, but Roman's facing Sammy. So why are we having an Elimination Chamber match? Who's going to be in the goddamn? Is it going to be the Bianca Belair? Championship. It's the United States Championship, is what I saw. What the fuck? When has it ever been a lesser title in an Elimination Chamber? Well, because of the fact that, you know, the both fucking main titles have been on the same guy for almost fucking three years now. So. Roman, Roman's like, I'm not getting the damn chamber. Well, you, you also have to think, why? Who, why, why, you, why, yeah. why, why would Rome? Why? And, uh, uh, fuck, I don't even remember who the United States champion is, but. It's uh, awesome theory. Okay, theory. Theory, especially in the Rumble match, had five people feuding and going at him so, so it's, there's so it's already be seth Rollins, bobby lashley you could potentially you could throw throw logan in there logan ain't throw logan put, uh, okay. lo- put logan in there okay put we'll put logan in. in there okay so you got logan austin mostly because i want to see him bump on the fucking chain <laughs> finn balor you could do finn yeah brock lesnar just because about because the Bobby Lashley connection, yeah. But if Brock Lesnar was in the chamber, you would think that Brock would win. So I would not put him in there. But maybe again, Ma- maybe, you- maybe Montez Ford. Montez Ford gets a push. I'm surprised it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> well, that's uh, what I'm saying. Like but- maybe it happened because of the TV show. Listen, yeah. I know we're off the fucking deep end because we're like done with the Royal Rumble up at this point. Listen, I felt the semic at the end. Lasted a little too long, like. But the fact that we got they, the turn, they still ended. They still ended with good heat, and, and really yes. good heat. When we got like, because people love Sammy, because Sammy's the baby face. So fuck you, Roman happens. So like, all right. So now when it's Cody versus Roman, it's gonna be like a heel, you know, baby face dynamic. Because a while people just loved Roman, like he was kind of like heel baby face. Like people love that gimmick, but now because you have Sammy. You make you make Roman the antagonizer, the heel again, which is great. That's what you need. So overall, this storyline has been a, a massive success, and honestly, it was the only reason to watch WWE was the bloodline, and it was going stale. And Sami Zayn saved it. And motherfucker, what if what if <clears throat> WrestleMania two nights right? Roman splits the belt. WWE title uh, gets Cody on night two. He deserves night two. Okay. Night one is against Sami Zayn for the universal title. So look, I love that. And, you know, with with the fallout and the full confirmation essentially last night that Rock ain't coming, Rock can't do it. Um, They're going to give Austin. They're going to say Austin. There's like Austin could face Roman or Austin and Brock. I'm like, can, like, can Austin just have his one match last year and be it? Like, I don't like, 
I love Stone Cold, but do I, I do I not I need to see I, another I, one. I don't know. I Austin's getting pretty fucking ripped, brother. He he's getting pretty ripped living his in his little RV, and he's I I think he's coming back for for a to go oh, out man. on his own terms. But I I I would love love for that to happen because uh, that's the whole thing again. The big thing to me, and and this has been maybe the the negative part about Roman having both titles and the culmination of this big story that has to have be this big moment is like, you know, now that we don't have the rock and and Roman doing a match on one of the nights and then Roman and Cody on the other night, does Cody get both belts? And then at that point, is it just as simple as Adam Pierce or whoever is raw GM be like, Hey, I want my belt back, bro. I'm going to strip that from you which would not be great but also on the other hand you want that moment to 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 be where the the person who finally defeats roman after this huge winning streak huge long reign gets the full reap of the benefits so that's kind of where i feel like there's kind of a little bit of a corner put on them of like does Cody just get one belt? You know, do they do Sammy on the other night and he gets another belt? Uh, does Cody get both? What do they do after? Do does he lose it at the next pay per view? Uh, brand split uh, or the the draft should be coming up. Like, I don't know. They, they to me honestly, they should move the draft till the day after the week after. Well, you have the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania that next week should be the draft because usually that's supposed to be like the start over for, for WWE. Like they usually after WrestleMania, we start over. Okay. So the draft to me should be the week after because then you can really fucking start over. If they do not want and, to split the title right before survivor series. True. If they do not want to split the title, maybe Roman goes like, you know, I'm tired of carrying these two belts. I'm going to make one belt like, and they fight for that one belt and the champion get to go on both shows. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, you know, we, we are more AEW guys. We watch WWE because we like wrestling. There's some guys over in WWE we do like. And the Royal Rumble is like, that's one of those marquee uh, pay-per-views that we will cover. And we might. Uh, I don't think we're going to cover uh, Elimination Chamber because a lot of stuff's going on. Probably not. Uh, but, gonna, WrestleMania, but WrestleMania Mania, will definitely. Mania will definitely, will, will definitely uh, cover. You know, I look, I've, I've been saying it every time we've covered WWE. <laughs> it's just not for me. <laughs> it's just not. I, I said this on Twitter the other night. If it if it is, this is something I want to be very important because I see other content creators do this where I hate this or I like this. And if you don't like this, you're wrong. If you don't if you like the WWE, I have no problem with that. I think you should continue to love WWE and don't let me or Josh's or anyone's opinion sway you on that. Like you love what you love. I'm just what I like in wrestling is different. WWE isn't providing what I really like. So I go and find other stuff. What I guess what's so frustrating about the WWE is that they have the talent to put on great shows and they choose not to. They choose to because because they they're not they, they don't see themselves as a wrestling program. 
they see themselves as sports entertainers. So it's like they, they fall on their own rules and their own logic. But it's like, but your skeleton is still pro wrestling. Yeah, it's still your backbone, the medium of your storytelling day in and day out. Doesn't matter how how many episodes of Raw Vince put uh, 200, two hours and 45 minutes worth of just promos. And then the last 15 minutes was just wrestling. <laughs> You know, granted, uh, it night, is still night, wrestling. Night one of WrestleMania was probably the best card they put in. So it's like to me, is like the when it gets to WrestleMania, that's the time to me. Like I used to watch WWE just for WrestleMania. WrestleMania. That's like that's the only time you should technically watch WWE because it's the culmination of what they're trying to do. And they usually have good marquee matches that you want to fucking see. So so the next time we'll cover uh, WWE will be at WrestleMania. We'll probably do night one and night two together. Um, it'll be a long episode, but we'll probably speed through it. Probably talk about the main highlights. But if you guys like the Royal Rumble or you like WWE or you like wrestling, you know, in general, please like and subscribe to the lockup because every Wednesday at noon, you get this guy and you get my guy over there, Dylan Reynolds. And if you leave a five star review, We'll read it on the show. Absolutely. So before we end this, Josh, you know, we're talking about sports entertainment here. Okay. And whoa, 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 whoa. I, sports I, entertainers. I, this for, for any of you people who are just here for wrestling, this might pop you a little bit. And this is something I sent you just a couple hours ago, Josh, and just quick thoughts. Not, nothing too crazy. Misfits boxing. At 005 is doing a tag team boxing match, including Luis Alcaraz Pineda. How's that? How's that even gonna fucking work, brother? I don't know, but I'm sports fucking entertained. That's all I know. Okay, so uh, it's gonna be either a car crash or it's gonna be s- something else. I don't know. And that's gonna be in March, right? Yes, it got moved to to March. Uh, I think the event is on March first. I want to say. Okay, so just so so for a program alert for you people. Okay, um, so the week of so we're, we're doing it like we did in November. There is a double main event. We'll be covering AEW Revolution and Misfits 05 in the same week. And I like to say. You know, this is the third episode of the season, but we are thankful for all the support. We are starting this season off with a fucking bang, and let's continue. So please like and subscribe. Share with your friends. We're all good people here. We just want to hang out and talk about combat sports with you guys. So, like Josh said, leave comments down below here on YouTube. Of course, five-star reviews over on Spotify, Apple, any podcast platform. We appreciate you guys for joining us in the ring for our Royal Rumble coverage here on The Lockup. And we will see you guys next week.